Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable, and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no sugar coating here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, and let's talk business. Welcome to another episode of Strategy for Creatives Business Minus the Bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha, and I decided for the month of May, we are going to be covering business basics. And so for the whole month, we're going to be scaling things back a little bit and talking about the ideal ways and things that we should be looking out for in our business, the strategies we should have in our business and how to create authentic brands in our business. So we're going to start today with just going over the basics of business strategy, why you need business strategy, what types of business strategy you should be thinking about, and overall how business strategy can help propel your business forward. So if you don't know, I am a business strategist. That is the primary function of Buy Sasha. I do one-on-one strategy intensives for three and six months with clients. And it's really to give my clients an action plan and pretty much a blueprint for how to run their business. The things they should be thinking about, the strategies they should be put in place to actually help their business function and grow. And that's really what business strategy is. Business strategy serves as a blueprint for the different aspects of running your business. So when the strategy matches your long-term vision plan, it helps ensure that you are working towards the same goals. And more importantly, when you start to get to the point of outsourcing, that you and your team are working towards the same goals, that everyone is on the same page and that you can function, you're all working towards the same thing. It is essentially a roadmap to your business goals. So in order to have a good business strategy, you have to understand what your business is doing, what it needs to have, and what it needs to reach those goals that you're setting for your business. So it can help you set the priorities when resources aren't available to do everything at once. I've talked about this before. A lot of times in business, especially when we're first starting out, we don't have all of the resources to do the things that we want to do in business. So we tend to DIY a lot of it because it's necessary. But having a good business strategy is going to help you pinpoint where you're able to outsource or where your future plans are going to take you. So that way you can outsource when you need to bring back things in house when you need to and just use your resources that you have that are limited in a more strategic way. I think I've talked about this on one episode before where I knew I wanted to work on the marketing for my business and I wanted specifically to work on Pinterest because Pinterest is a driving factor for my business. I get a lot of website hits and clicks through Pinterest to my website and I want to use Pinterest as a vehicle to advertise for my business. But I knew before I could even get to the Pinterest stage that I needed to generate a better email and blog strategy for my business because Pinterest isn't going to work if I don't have the content to pin onto Pinterest. And so I needed, I knew that I needed to achieve that strategy first. So what I did was hired someone, um, Christina from Sprout Creative. You heard her on a previous hot guest episode or hot seat episode. I hired her to help me figure out 
out the best way to kind of plan out my email and blog content, how I was going to structure things from month to month and do my call to actions and what I was going to be talking about in order to get that content out there. And once I was done working with her, I then proceeded to hire someone to manage my Pinterest for me, um, Rebecca at Blissful Assist, because I knew because of my strategy that it was it didn't make sense to have a Pinterest person first without lining up how I was going to do my marketing strategy. And so that's what strategy can help you do. It's going to have help you allocate those limited resources. I knew at the time I could not afford to hire both Christina and Rebecca to both work together because I wasn't having the funds at the time. And so I knew, though, that in order for me to have an effective Pinterest strategy, I needed to get my email and blog down first. And so I hired Christina and then I went to Rebecca. And that's what strategy can do for you. It's going to help you allocate your resources, which will grow your business. So there's actually four different types of strategy that a good business is going to have. And so you want to think about these in a way that makes the most sense for your business. You might not utilize all of them on a day-to-day basis, but you want to have a plan for each of these types of areas in your business. First up is what I was talking about, having a marketing strategy. That's a plan for achieving your marketing goals. So again, for example, I knew that I wanted to have more people coming to my website as both hot leads, cold leads, people to familiarize themselves with my offerings, with my service. And the best way that I I wanted to do that was by utilizing Pinterest because Pinterest has a shelf life that is much longer than Instagram or Facebook. Pins will last indefinitely longer than any other type of social media. And so it's a great strategy for utilizing in marketing. And so I knew that I wanted to utilize that for my business. And so I made sure that I set my business up to have the type of content that was going to be pinnable and and more importantly, going to be clickable in order for people to make it to my website. So you want to make sure that you have a plan to achieve any of your marketing goals, whatever those are. And marketing goals don't mean that I just want to sell more. That's not a marketing strategy. That's not a marketing goal. A marketing goal is something like I want to increase my email list by 100 subscribers this month, or I want to have 2,500 clicks to my website, or I want to have you know, 15 downloads on my lead magnet. Those are actually marketing goals. And then you build the strategy around how are you going to achieve that goal? So if you want to have 150 new subscribers to your email list this month, what are you going to do to get there? Are you going to start promoing a lead magnet that you have that will get people to subscribe? Are you going to start pushing out um, that you know, lead page or that landing page that has that subscription? Do you have a pop-up on your website where people can enter information for either a discount code or a lead magnet? Think about your marketing strategy around whatever your marketing goals are in order to better inform your strategy. Because if you have the goal and no strategy around it, it's not going to get you any closer to achieve it. It's essentially like throwing spaghetti on a wall. You will try everything and anything because you don't have a clear goal or you don't have the good strategy in order to reach that goal. So you definitely need a marketing strategy in your business with help to achieve your marketing goals. You also want to consider having a hiring or outsourcing strategy. A lot of people don't think about this because when we're starting off in business, it's just us. We don't have people helping us. We don't have the funds to outsource or to hire. And so it's something that comes a little later. And when we need it, we're often not prepared for hiring and outsourcing. And I did a whole episode about outsourcing. So I encourage you to go listen to that. But you 
want to start thinking about your hiring and outsourcing strategy before you ever get to the point of outsourcing. Because if you are prepared for that, you are more likely to hire people that are the right fit for your organization or your business and who are going to help you achieve what you want them to achieve. So a hiring and outsourcing strategy is a plan for hiring and outsourcing, training, paying, and evaluating who works on your business. So a lot of times when we are getting ready to outsource, it's because we are close to a state of burnout. We desperately need help and we may or may not have the funds to do it. We are probably on the cusp of being able to afford to outsource, but we are nervous because if we hire the wrong person, then we're wasting our money and we're not going to see any return on investment on that. And so you want to start thinking before you need someone in your business, what that strategy is going to look like. So for example, if you are a product-based business and you know that you have to pack and ship orders, and right now you know that you can handle X amount of orders by yourself in a timely fashion. If you get 20 orders in a week, you know that you can ship out 20 orders and it's not going to add any extra time to you. It's not going to take away any time from your business. But if you get to 25 orders or 30 orders in a week, it's going to start impacting how you handle other aspects of your business. So that means you will have to start hiring someone to come in and whether it's someone helping packing in your garage or picking up the packages to help you get them to the post office, you know that you're going to need some help. What does that help look like? What is your plan for getting that person on board? What qualities do they need to have? How much are you going to pay them? Do you need to train them? Are you going to evaluate how their work is doing, whether or not they should continue working with you? Those are the things you want to think about before you actually need someone to come on in your business. I also had a client who does social media management and she needed to outsource for both a social media manager and for an engagement specialist. And we talked about that way before she ever needed to bring those people on board. When we could see that the trajectory of her business was growing, we started talking about what hiring and outsourcing looked like for her in order for her to make good decisions and not make decisions out of needing someone right away, but rather hiring the right person to work in her agency. And we also came up with a structure for her for how she should evaluate the people that she's working with or how, you know, she's letting those people know that they are doing a good job in her business or whether or not they're a good fit in their work, not working out. And so you want to start thinking about your hiring and outsourcing strategy before you ever need someone to come on board. And I don't want you to get stuck in the idea that you will never be in a place where you need to outsource or you can outsource or that you don't need to outsource because I promise you that there is some aspect in your business that is better served with someone else doing it. It can be scary when we are trying to bring new people into our business, but it does become necessary if you want to achieve a certain level of growth. Now, if you aren't trying to grow your business, if you're fine with a certain level of growth, there's nothing wrong with that either. But just remember, if you are trying to grow your business, you will need to outsource something at some point. So think about what that strategy looks like before you ever get to that point. The next type of business strategy that you should be thinking about is a financial strategy. How will you use or invest the money that you make in your business? A lot of us, and I talked about this last week in our bookkeeping episode, a lot of us do not keep track of how much money we are making in our business or losing in our business and what we should be doing with that money. 
in my example where I talked about my marketing strategy, that also had my financial strategy baked into that too. I knew how much money I was bringing in at that point in my business and knew that it was not enough to afford to be able to hire someone to do both my marketing for Pinterest and my email and blog marketing. I knew that I couldn't afford both of those at the same time. But what my financial strategy did tell me was that I was able to afford one of those at at that time and that I could then take the strategies that I learned through working with Christina at Sprout Creative and use that to then hire a Pinterest person. And so once I was done working with Christina, I was then able to funnel that money into hiring a Pinterest manager. And that's what a financial strategy is going to help you do. It's going to give you a better picture of looking at your numbers and figuring out where you should be spending your money, whether you need to be investing in your money or investing your money back into your business and how you can be taking money out to pay yourself. We don't pay ourselves a lot of times in our businesses when we first starting out. Essentially, a lot of what we make in our business goes right back into our business. But there does become a point in your business where you should be pulling money out to pay yourself. And so you want to think about how you're going to use or invest your money for your business by having a good financial strategy. And then lastly, you want to have an operational strategy, a plan for the day-to-day operations of the business. Operational strategies for most small business owners is very just off the cuff day to day. But as you start to grow your business, you want to start thinking about how you want your business to operate, especially when you get to the stage of outsourcing and hiring people. That is everything from creating standard operating, operating procedures, where you are laying out how you're actually functioning in your business, creating a a business handbook. So that way, when you do outsource to people, you can give them a handbook to let them know how they should be presenting in your business or how, how you want them to convey your business to others. Those are operational strategies. And it doesn't have to be very in depth. It doesn't have to be super detailed, but it allows you to see how you are functioning in your business. I did a whole episode on automation and a lot of that ties into operational strategy. If you know that when you book a client, you are going to send out a proposal, then they get a contract, an invoice, and then a contract, and then you give them a welcome packet and you onboard them, that is an operational strategy. That is your operational strategy for onboarding new clients. The way that you kind of put that, you know, into business speak is you just put it pen to paper and write a standard operating procedure, an SOP. And that's how you detail what that strategy looks like for running your business. But you also want to think again, long term, what does that operational strategy look like if your business starts to grow? When you outsource to people, is someone going to be responsible for solely onboarding clients or bringing people on board? What does that look like for them? Is someone going to be responsible for your marketing? And what does that look like for them? So operational strategy is surrounding all of the things you do on a day-to-day basis and essentially laying out duties of who does what. And again, when we're all first starting out, it's going to be us. It's going to be who, whoever owns the business, that's who's doing all of it. But start to think of a plan that makes that day-to-day work seem manageable. You can even think of it an operational strategy if it's just you as how you structure your day. So in the morning, are you going to have admin time in the morning? And then in the afternoon, you have client-facing time where you do you know, bookings or one-on-ones or you, or you schedule consultations. If 
your product-based business is the morning spent designing products and getting that email list that going and sending out marketing materials and then the afternoon is used for packaging and shipping, that's a form of operational strategy. How do you organize your day? How do you organize your time? And so those are the four strategies that you really should be thinking about and having in your business in order to help it, one, function better, but also to grow. So you, again, you want to have a marketing strategy, a hiring or outsourcing strategy, a financial strategy, and then an operational strategy. So your action plan for today, if you feel like you don't have any of this in your business, I want you to pick one of the four, marketing, outsourcing, financial, or operational, and start coming up with action items that you can do that will put a strategy in your place for your business. So for example, if you don't have a marketing strategy and you know that you need to be better with that and you want to have a marketing strategy in your business, start coming up with actionable marketing goals and then working backwards to how you will achieve those goals. That's how you can develop a good marketing strategy. If you know that you need an operational strategy, start figuring out what your actual processes are or start figuring out how you're going to organize your day to get that operational strategy in place. So that's what the action item for today's episode is. If you feel like you need so much help with this and that it's not something that you can possibly tackle by yourself, I encourage you to go to the website by Sasha. I do offer, of course, strategy intensive where we go over things like this and we'll develop these types of strategies in your business, which will help your business run smoothly and more efficiently and take some of that stress off of you. You can do a one-on-one session. You can do a pick my brain session where we kind of cover over one hour some of these things. But I encourage you to start thinking about these types of strategies in your business in order to help your business grow. Because again, if you don't have a good business strategy, you won't have a roadmap to how your business is going to function. A good business has good business strategy that's going to put you on the road to helping achieve your business goals and ultimately helping your business grow. Are you ready to up-level your business? Join the five-day Be Your Own CEO Challenge. All the details are available on the website at www.buy-sasha.com. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Want to follow me on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Strategy by Sasha. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday for more business tips. Audio Podcast Network.